Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Chronicles of Mr. I'm Mr. Pierre, and I'm so thankful and glad to be joined by Mr. Kevin Kirkland. Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me, uh, Mr. Pierre. It's it's great. It's great to be here. It's great to uh, to uh, to talk with another uh, another man of education. Exactly, and to be able to talk to another black male who's in this in this profession is is part of the reason why this podcast is around and to be able to help anyone else who's in front of kiddos um, be the best possible version of them. So if I can start off by asking you that, how did you come into the profession of education? So my, excuse me, my, my, uh, my journey in education was very, very, very wonky. It was, it was almost out of necessity. Uh, I was, um, during my undergrad, um, I was a Spanish major. Um, and then, um, life, circumstances happen very hard times um led me to flunk out of college then i um but then you know by the skin of my teeth and by the you know grace of god and the grace of the administration at my school um they let me back in after a semester and not just after a year um, which is their protocol so i got back in uh, but during that time when i was out um, my mom, she's been a paraprofessional for 35 something years. And she said, you know what, go ahead, you know, go ahead, be a substitute teacher and everything. So I did that. And then that um, my mom heard through the grapevine, hey, why don't you be a paraprofessional in the meantime? And so, you know, I applied. Um, I got that job. So I was doing that um, when I was kicked out. And when I got back in, they allowed me to still work full time and complete my studies to, to complete my degree. Um, so, but they, my Spanish degree, they cut it from the school. So I couldn't finish it. So I had to switch to a liberal studies degree. Um, so I got out and graduated. And then after that, I got, I found the first job that will hire me. So I got into middle school general music. <laughs> so it was that was a wild time um that was not my forte i played i played the trumpet for 12 13 14 years um okay and but like teaching i was like uh this is wild but but after that year after that year um and then started doing i did fourth grade my second year um well technically that first year of teaching was my third year in education. So, um, so that was my first year of teaching. My second year was fourth grade. My third year was also fourth grade. And then my, my fourth year, I went back to middle school. I taught seventh grade science. And then I actually left education for a year and a half. And I was in the nonprofit world and they both were in education and or skills training and development. And then, um, and so I was with one for about six, seven months. They let me go. And then the next one, I was about for seven months. And that whole thing was toxic. And I just felt super bad that, that, um, that a black woman, my manager, would use everything against me to try to get me out. And so... Yeah. I mean, it's not, this is not all black women. That was just her. It just felt weird. Like she, why would she do that? And, um, but yeah, so I quit that job. Luckily I know people in South, 
Well, I'm from South Bend, Indiana. Um, nice. And uh, so luckily I knew people. So I, I was emailing, texting. And I said, hey, does anybody have a job? And so one of them replied, she said, yep, I have a second grade position. Come ahead and go get it. And so I got in. Nice. And uh, it was basically basically on the spot. So I got back in the se- second grade, and I fell in love with it. It was I, – I don't know. I don't know something about it. I think it's my personality um, and, like, how I interact, how my mind interacts with the world. And I think it just suited well with second graders and and, um, and elementary. So I don't think I'll do kindergarten first. I don't think that's my forte. But I think second, third, fourth, I think that's my jam. I think even just that, that acknowledgement of knowing that there are particular grades of kiddos, ages of kiddos that we best, as an educator, you best uh, fit well with. Because I know for myself, I teach middle school, so I am 100% with you about the kiddos who are in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. That's my gym. I look at y'all who are with the elementary babies, kinder babies. I know I can't do that. And then similarly for, for high school, I know that's that's not my lane either. But that middle school, that's that, yeah, that's where I uh, I feel like I excel. So I hear you 100%. Man, I, I, like I said, I've taught middle school too. I was like, eh. Like, I've had, I've had, I have experience with it. So I'm like, okay. Like, I should have, yeah, four years. So my paraprofessional was in middle school. So that, in the two, in, in two years in middle school, I was like, okay, I don't think, I don't think this is me. <laughs> I don't think this is me. <laughs> the kids test me too much. So I'm like, you know what? I right, let me just go down. That's what's up. That's what's up. Knowing what your lane is and being able to, to be the best, I guess, educated for the kiddos. That's what it comes down to. So knowing that is cool. What's hearing everything that you've been through, your ups and downs, lefts and rights and the turns, what's kept you in in education? What keeps you coming back? What's keep you what's kept you kept you here? I think um I think what kept me back in and I didn't have this appreciation until I left and I was in a nonprofit world. And really understanding, really going through and sitting down and reflecting on what do I want to be? What do I like? What I want to do? Um, and how do I? And also, like, what kind of lifestyle do I want to have with with in conjunction with my career? And so, after that last job um, that I quit, I was like, I came back in and the first week. The first week I felt like, man, this is, this is something that I feel like I can be in for a long time. Um, and also what keeps me in is, um, from, from those two, from those two nonprofit jobs, they were skills development based. So they got, they wanted to get teenagers, young adults, they wanted to get skills so they can get into the job force and they can get into, um, you know, bettering themselves because they were, they was, those were in, those jobs were in, you know, low social income uh, areas. So what keeps me in is if I can help somebody have a basis so that they, if I can help them build their basis of their education, then I can send them off in good conscience, knowing that they can, they can reach for the stars. They can grab any other resource that they can and so that they can so that they can see the opportunities themselves word word do you feel 
What do you feel like though? Because you're dealing with the kiddos who are in second, like you said, between second and fourth grade. What do you feel like is the thing that every second, third, fourth grader needs to have before, like you, you let them go? Man, our biggest thing: a lot of our kids can't read. Like it is, okay. like it is a, yeah. It's our rates have gone up, but yeah, it's definitely concerning. So what I think every second, third, fourth grader needs to know, um. Uh, Basically, what I grew up in, because I, I grew up in this area. Actually, I grew up in the same neighborhood that I'm teaching at now. Nice. Uh, nice. And so everyone needs all these second, third, fourth graders. They need to know. <clears throat> they need to know how to form sounds. They need to know how to blend, blend phonic sounds together. They need to know how to. Um, they need to know how to do mental math. Um, they need to know how to do uh long division long division um multi-digit addition and subtraction they need to know um and this is more on us but we need to teach them strategies on different ways to do certain things and we not need to penalize them if they if they use different strategies to get the same answer um and so and our biggest thing is and our biggest thing is they need to be able to um the big thing is they need to be able to um, regulate. Um, they need to be able to learn how to um, regulate themselves emotionally, so that we, so that they can express themselves, so that we can better understand what problems or concerns that they have, so we can be more in conjunction with our students. So those are the, those are the biggest. Those are our biggest thing. Like I said, I just we just had a uh, we just had a. Uh, professional development about we call it a horse we have horizontal and vertical learning communities and so Mm -hmm. last week we had a vertical so we talked with the grade below us and the grade above us about what we want what students should be able to what should they learn before they get to the next grade and so is is that is that something that your school has been doing on the regular or is that something that's new um this year, I, I believe they ha- they have been doing it. Okay. So I've had a horizontal, and I've had a vertical. So I just had the vertical, and so for anybody that's listening, you know, if you are, so horizontal is you talk with just your other teachers in your same grade, and a vertical learning community is you're talking with your grades below and above you. But in our case, we talk with everybody K through five. Our school is K through five. And so we talked with everybody. Good, 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 good. What would you, knowing that everything can't be a priority, because if everything's a priority, then nothing is. What would be if you could, like we were saying earlier before we started recording, you can get in your Marty McFly DeLorean, go back, let your younger self know, let your younger teacher self know, like, hey, here's one thing as a black man, black male educator that you really need to know or really need to Hone in on, there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff that's going to be thrown your way, but here's just one thing for you particularly, Kevin, like you need to hone in on this or know this. What would be that one thing that you tell your younger self? I would tell my younger self, and I struggled with this today with time management. I don't know why. I'm always, <laughs> always been bad with it ever since, ever since I was a little kid. Um, but I would tell myself, um, give yourself, give yourself a schedule. It'll save, it'll save you headache. It'll save you heartache. Um, 
and you won't have to go through all of the the loops and bounds that I had to go through in my education career. Um, like I was at a uh, I was at a different school every year. If I would have just uh, finished my because I didn't finish with an education degree when I graduated college, but I had the opportunity to go back to school. They call it a transition to teaching. For those that don't know, that is just a yeah. it's just a yeah. um, a year. A, it's an alternative route. route. Go for a year. Yeah. You get your license. Um, I could have did that probably within the first two years of teaching. Hey, if you see stuff that can get done, get it done. It would it would save me. It would. I'm talking to you, Kevin. Myself, Kevin. <laughs> Set yourself a schedule. Then also, if you have stuff that can get done, get it done immediately. Get it out the way. Yeah. Agreed. Agree. There were so many mentors of mine who were like, hey, Willie, you should do this or you should do that. And I would hold things off. And it's only later where it's like, man, if I had just listened and like you said, get it done, set myself up for success a whole lot later down the line. Sweet, sweet. And in knowing if I could ask you this, you just mentioned like, hey, for our second graders and our third graders or fourth and fifth, we need to work on that reading. So reading really needs to be something that they enjoy doing. But we know that a lot of kiddos may not enjoy that. Is there a book that you've read or are reading that you're thoroughly enjoying that you would like to recommend? Um, for me, uh, right now, I had gotten to it. Um, I just I just finished reading it. It's called Relentless by Tim S. Grover. And it's about um, he he splits everybody. This is in the dealing with competition and sports, but he calls everybody a cooler, cleaner, and closer. And um Clean, uh, cooler is you, you're there, you do the job, you're not trying to excel in what you're doing. And then, and then cleaner is they can do, they can, they can come in, they almost like Superman syndrome. They can come in, soup in, like last minute, do what they need to do. But then cleaners are the people that Michael Jordan, uh, Kobe Bryant, um, those are people that are, are on 24 um, 7. They take the shot. They take the last shot. They, they're the ones that are super dedicated. Those are the ones that are, that are have an outrageous work ethic, and they're doing everything. They're going to push everybody around them. Um, and as you know, everybody knows that they were uh, people grew because of them. <laughs> if you're around them, you're going to get better. And so, yeah. Uh, and it, it was. Are they the cleaners? Or are they the cleaners? They are the sorry. Closer is the second one, and then cleaner is the highest one. Okay. And the closer is the one who last minute comes in. Yeah, they they they're they're high level too, but they're not the ones that's going to take that last shot. Okay. The cleaner, the, the cleaner will. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. And then being the lovers of music that we are, um, this is the moment that I've been waiting for when it comes to guests just to hear like their, their taste and whatnot, what would be that playlist that you would have that it could be five songs. It could be five artists. It could be five albums. I just started off with five. If you want to break the rules and give us more, that's, that's fine too. What would be, make up your playlist? Yeah. I think for me, um, the coloring book by chance, the rapper definitely everybody needs okay. to listen to that. I think, um, one, one artist I just got into her name is now N A N A O. She has a song called Orbit. Oh my goodness. It's she is just okay. ph- phenomenal. Um 
Never heard or never heard another voice like that. Um, Snow Allegra. Um, Snow Allegra. She's in the R and B space. She's wonderful. Alex Isley also R and B, new school R and B. One of the uh, relatives of the Isley brothers. Um, okay. Who else have been listening to? I actually have a whole playlist of just R and B, electronic and soul. I'm trying to go through it. I think. Also, I've been listening. I've been listening to a lot of Drake lately. Lately, is this new Drake or old uh, Drake? This is new Drake. So, uh, Privilege rappers. I've been listening to that. I've been listening to uh, uh, Rich Flex. I've been listening to um, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Crooks. Um, those have been heavy in the rotation um, as of as of lately. So, I do a lot of that. I'm trying to think. I'll tell you one more. Uh, uh, I hate to say it, I, I love listening to old Kanye. Love listening to old Kanye. Uh, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Oh, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, folks, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a new teacher, I think the gem that Mr. Kirkman dropped was one time management take care of your time your time is precious and that can be going from hey get your copies done on friday instead of thinking of getting them on monday if it, it's time management also too if there are things that you can get done now get them done now rather than later whether that's be a certification whether that's taking a, a course whether that's getting up early and going to hit the gym to take care of your, your physicals and your mentals and take care of your chickens and whatnot do that and then two you gotta make sure that you've got a dope playlist and from the the artists that Mr. Kirkland has dropped from Chance the Rapper to New Drake, old Kanye, the relatives of the Isley. We got it all in there. We'll make sure that we uh, get your playlist linked up. And even if there are a couple artists that are not here, because you mentioned that you got a lot, of, a lot of them, we'll make sure that they get linked up. And so, folks, this has been a great conversation with another dope educator. I'm Mr. Pierre. He's Mr. Kirkland. And we're out. <laughs>